Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Wade into Wealth. By the way, happy Thanksgiving to you. We never wished everyone a happy Thanksgiving last week. A belated Thanksgiving. A bl- happy belated Thanksgiving yep. to you. Um, we took some time to honor our grandfather, but in doing that, neglected to offer our Thanksgiving well wishes. So, And bl- for those of you watching on video, yeah, neglected to mention Chuck's mustache. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Depends on who you ask. So if if ever there was a reason to check us out on YouTube under the username Wade Into Wealth, you can see uh, see my new mustache. Looks pretty solid. Um, the rest of the beard is coming back, but uh, I've only Just not as strong. Only gotten positive feedback. So um, as my wife said, well, who have you been getting that feedback from? I said that's not important, Mom. That's not important. Well, she'd like anything. Mm-hmm. She'd mm-hmm. like anything, but uh, yeah, I enjoy it. So. Well, that's all that matters. The rest of the beard's filling in nicely. It though. is on your face. Yep. So okay. it is. Okay. So here we go. Um, coming off Thanksgiving, the market was open for a day last week, and uh, not great. Not, not a great. Day. It was. Well, so. It was open for a day after Thanksgiving. I should yeah. say. Thank you. Yes. It was open on Friday. Correct. And the reason is uh, because the market can never be closed for two business days in a row. So that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, is always a half day, uh, just as Christmas Eve uh, is is typically a half day as well. So you know, and why ne- would that never, be? So because people need to be able to access I, their money yeah. um, for liquidity reasons. But the reality is, those half days don't tend to have mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on. Right. Uh, this past Friday did, and the market was down about nine hundred points. Mm-hmm. For the fear of the new uh, strain for COVID nineteen that that we could see uh, coming, if it isn't here already, yeah. Um, and so the the point there, why I mentioned not a lot gets done, is because in a day like that, on a half day after a holiday, you don't tend to have the opportunity for the cooler heads to prevail, right? Because they're just well, a lot of people just aren't a lot there. Of people are home, uh, and you don't have the typical volume and presence at the market that you otherwise normally would that's not to gloss over the concern uh, but that often symbolize you know is is a hint to when you see a strong downturn on a half day after the holiday new year's eve or something along those lines yeah you don't you don't typically have uh the cooler head side of it uh there because they may be spending time with their family or just just at home Give you an example. You're at a park and it's a very busy day. If there's a kid throwing a tantrum in the sandbox, if it's very busy at the park, if everyone's out, if it's a nice day, chances are you don't notice. Mm-hmm. But if the weather's not great or the park is very sparsely crowded, there's only a handful of people there. If that same kid's throwing a tantrum in the sandbox, well, everybody notices because there's fewer people there. So right. um, the silly little explanation is there. However, a 900-point drop is not insignificant in terms of the point size, and that is due in large part to this Omicron variant that is now uh, is being discovered. We're not scientists. We don't pretend to be them, so we're not going to get into the science of it, but what we did think it was a good chance to talk about was, what does this mean? What should you be doing? Is there anything you should be doing with your investments um, to protect or to account for the fact that there's another one coming? Well, we'll sound like broken records. Uh, That's okay. Which is sometimes the, people need to hear it. The natural instinct, as human beings, is, in a scenario where we feel like we don't have control, 
is to try to get control mm-hmm. of, of the situation. And when it comes to your retirement accounts, your investment accounts, whatever it may be, uh, and you see this concern, and you may be sitting at home and thinking, this is, this is scary. Sure. Uh, you know, we've been through this plenty of times yeah. uh, at this point now over the past year and a half, close to two years, going on almost two years now. Yeah. Um, and it's, are we going to have to go through this again? Does anyone know? I, no one knows at this point. Uh, you could probably make the case that we're in very different circumstances mm-hmm. than we were in March of, of 2020 in terms of uh, from science, mm-hmm. what we have available to us, and also mm-hmm. uh, Pfizer's uh, therapeutic that they have available as well. Uh, so it does seem different, but nonetheless, as human beings, we think in a scenario where we don't have control, we often want to grab a hold of that. And we may think that selling investments or trying to get out of the market is the easiest way to do that. When everyone else is doing it. Right. When we see everyone else doing it. Rarely is that the best idea. Uh, the best idea usually is to just look back not, not look back, excuse me, sit back, mm-hmm. take a deep breath, allow cooler heads to prevail, and remind yourself of why you're investing in the first place. Uh, you weren't investing from Friday to Monday to turn around and sell all of your investments. If you own equities, stocks, your time frame should be long-term, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And so remind yourself of why you own those stocks in the first place. Chances are it wasn't for Monday. It wasn't for the weekend. It was for the next 5, 10, 15, and 20 years. And we're going to see these ups and downs. But we've kind of been lulled into it that the market only goes up over the better part of the past, you know, with the exception of of September, with the better Mm -hmm. part of the past 11 months, that the market just keeps keeps going up. It's not a straight line at the top. No, it's not. And and you can make it one depending on the timeline you want to look at. If you want to look at it, like you said, over the past 11 months, well, September was a rough month, Mm -hmm. but every other month was pretty good. If you want to make it 24 months, most of the months have been pretty good. March, April of 2020, awful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, August of 2020, not great. It depends on the window that you're looking at. However, what we should continue to hammer home because it is that important, is that on those days or in those times where everyone is panicking or so it seems or the stock market is the lead story on the news or in the Wall Street Journal because it went down 900 points or 1,100 points, those are the most important days for you to stick and adhere to your plan and not make rash decisions. That in the days shortly thereafter. Right. And and. It is, there has been a lot of research that shows if you go all the way through history, there are a handful of days that have made an overwhelming majority of the difference in people's positive returns over time simply because they were able to step back from panicking and leave things alone. And we're not exaggerating when we say a handful of days. No, it, it is it a handful of days. It uh, that, that limited of an amount. And it's because when you typically see the largest down day in the market, in history, it's often followed with the largest update some point within the, the following two weeks after that mm-hmm. fact. Uh, and that drives home the point that timing the market is a fruitless game. It doesn't really work. is. You're it just doesn't guessing. work. I mean, are you going to guess when the next variant's going to show up? Are you right. going to guess what, what the... What, we don't even know what this is. One piece of information comes out and says the symptoms are mild. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. We just don't know at this yep. point. So are we going to put all our eggs in one basket and say, uh, this is it. This is the one that's going to bring the end, so I better go to all cash? We're going to zero. Yeah. That, or that publicly it, traded companies are all going to zero. Yeah. Or are you going to stick it out and remember that, you know, we've been through this, and frankly, we went through something probably a lot worse than this back mm -hmm. in March of 2020, yeah. and it took a couple months for that, for that to come through. It, it, the idea is you just have to hold on. That's easier said than done because mm -hmm. psychologically we think when we're seeing that and the, the, the news, it's constantly preaching 900 points down, almost 1,000 points down today on Black Friday after yep. a holiday. Uh, that's big news. But mm -hmm. when we look at it in percentage terms, it's what, close to 3%, less than 3%? Less maybe? than 3%. It's closer to yeah. 2 yeah. So And that's really, really important because what we often – forget are those those countless days where the the dow we're speaking of the dow here the dow jones mm -hmm. industrial average when the dow's up 80 points or up 90 points nobody notices that and and to be honest it's not a big deal and even when it goes up 200 and 300 right. a lot of people don't notice it but when no. it goes down we all notice right it. but a 900 point drop when the dow jones industrial average is at 10,000 is a much bigger difference and is felt much more than when the Dow is at almost 36,000 points mm -hmm. from 10% to two. Yeah. It's a big difference. So as hard as it is, it's a lot easier and it becomes a lot easier to stomach these kinds of days if you are willing to step back and think in percentages and not numbers because yeah. a 900 point drop 20 years ago is not, is, 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 way more significant than a 900-point drop is today. Yeah, and it's also important to keep in mind that as your accounts grow, your balances get bigger, but the fluctuations get bigger as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Ten yes. years ago, you may yes. have had a $100,000 portfolio, mm -hmm. and through contributions and market growth, you may have half a million-dollar portfolio now. Well, 10 years ago, 2% was $2,000 right. for you. Today... 2% is $10,000. Right. And you may look at it, that's a, I just lost a bunch of money. Well, but it's important to view it in percentage terms because percentage terms are relative. As your accounts continue to grow over time, mm -hmm. the swings, the ups and downs on a dollar term or on a dollar basis are going to get bigger. Mm -hmm. And in turn, they'll scare you a little bit more. Yep. But it's remember to view it in percentages and also look at where are you for the year? Because mm -hmm. Friday didn't wipe out the gains for the year. Yeah. Still, markets are heavily positive yeah. so far for the year. And we're yeah. going to have those ups and downs. But we have to remember when we get lulled into the market goes up, goes up, goes up, like in September. We heard from clients. Say, yes. Oh, my account went down a lot. Well, yeah, it went down. I mean, September was the worst month since March of 2020. Right. Um, and... You're going to see that. You're going to feel that. But when for the previous eight months before that, right. you just saw your account value go up and up, that carries a bigger impact for you. And we can't forget that it's not just a straight line at the top. Nope. It never is. And it never will be. And we hear this sometimes. You know, I had a client called last week. He said, geez, it just seems like two step forward and, and one step back lately. And I said, yeah, and that's fine. I mean, that's also how the market works. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's totally time, fine. That, because that if you do well. that long enough, yeah. you're way ahead of where you were. You'd much rather that than the reverse. Right. Yeah. Right. Even though it doesn't see, sound as painful. Right. Two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Most people are. You're going to build your wealth over time. It's not going to be built in a month. Yeah. 
Another anecdotal piece of advice. It is not necessary to look at your investments every single day. Nope. nope. I will say that. And if you want to, if you feel the need to, that's fine. But it is not necessary to look at them every single day. Because on because the reality is our dad was a was a pretty successful basketball coach. And I remember him saying as he was getting closer to, I think, retiring, saying, gosh, the losses stay with you. They still stay with you, but the wins don't stay with you as long as they used to, but the losses still really sting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's rare that you look and you'll say, oh, my investments are up 3.5% today on a really, really big day. No, but you look and you see they're down 3%. That stings, and well, that yeah. hurts. It stops. I mean, you get you get your account statement. It's up. It could be up $10,000. You're going to think, oh, that's great. You know, we're still going to go do this. We're going right. to go out to dinner. You're we're not changing the way life. you live. No, but you look and you you get an account statement that goes yeah. down 7500 bucks, And you yeah. look and think, wow, what happened? You start Does, to ask some questions. Right. Does that mean I have to change some things? Right. Is this going to continue? Is my account value going to go down to zero? How's it going to work? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen when I run out of money? But the reality is just take a step back. Take a breath. Now, mm -hmm. a reason to be concerned is if you don't have quality investments. For sure. That's a problem. Yes. If if you have, we talk about how it's easy to, you know, you have to take a step back. You got to take a deep breath. That's important to do when you have good quality right. and sound investments because over time, those should work out very, very well for you. And history shows that. If you're speculating. Yeah, that's a different story. If you are speculating, if you are, there was a great statistic that, I, I texted it to you last week. It was uh, about the, the odds of making money over various periods of time. I didn't do the math. I didn't do the work. It was from a book called The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel, which is a very good book. On a one-day basis, the odds of making a profit are 50-50. Flip of a coin. Flip of, literally a flip of a coin over a five-year basis or a 10-year basis, over a 10-year basis, 88%. Over a 20-year period of time, 100%. Now, that's a number I like. Now, that's a number I like yeah. because when someone says, well, it's a gamble, it is if you're doing it over a day-to-day -day period of time. And, it, yeah, it depends on your strategy that and the investments that you're using. And that's the other thing. That disclaimer should be if you are owning quality investments. If you're right. speculating, if you're making bets, well, I think this is going to do this because I got a hot tip. Well, good luck. Good luck. But if you're owning quality investments and then asking the question, do I think that these companies are going to continue to remain in business because they are a diversified group, they make different products and different services, and they're very large, do I think they will be able to weather the storm? Very often, if we answer ask ourselves that question, the answer is, yeah, I think it'll be okay. Yeah, and it, it often boils down to need versus want, right? Uh, we need need-based businesses. Yes. We need paper toweling. Yep. Uh, we need toilet paper. We used our last roll of paper toweling this morning. You talk about something in, in the Wade House yeah. in, in Penfield that'll stop you dead in your tracks when you run out of paper toweling with the two boys and white yeah. countertops. You, we need paper toweling. The only thing that is in a more precarious position than that is toilet paper. That's right. Well, we have plenty of that. Okay. So that's that's not a concern. If the pandemic taught March us anything. March of 2020 taught us it's that. It's to keep your toilet paper well stocked. But that's right. it is a good point. If you need that, well, you got to go get it. Yeah, we have to have it. Uh, we, we pay don't your electric need, bill. Yeah, we don't all need, we need food. Yes, we, we do. We need food. Yep. Uh, we don't all need a new car. Nope. We don't all need to go on a cruise. We want to do that stuff. They're fun. 
But those are also some of the easiest purchases that when, when the tough times show up, we still need our paper toweling, we still need our food, and we still need the heat on in the house. Yep. We don't need a brand new car, we don't need a vacation, and we don't have to take a cruise. So when you're looking at businesses that you want to invest in, companies that give you the peace of mind to put your head on the pillow and sleep okay at night when the times are tough, mm-hmm. you want need-based businesses. Look for the need-based businesses. Yeah, you won't be upset about it. They're not, they're not flashy. There's no sizzle to them. But when we talk about good quality investments over time and looking at a 20-year time frame with, with good confidence that you're going to be making money regardless of, of when you bought it, we're talking about those need-based, those yeah. quality businesses. Yeah. I think we hit it. I think we covered it. We don't know what's going to happen with COVID. Uh, I think if we've learned anything by now, we don't know. We're not going to pretend to. Mm -hmm. But we can usually predict investor behavior in periods of times like this, and that's just by looking at what's happened over hundreds of years. Yeah. Times change, but people really don't. Wealth is not built overnight. No, it's built over years. It is built over years. And you're going to have the ups and downs that come along with that. It's not a straight line at the top. You can't forget that. We have the downs. But superior returns, the cost that you pay to generate superior returns above bonds, above what the bank is going to give you, is market volatility. And when it happens, we got to go through it. There's better stuff on the other side. So let's end it there. Like that mustache. Ah, it looks great. Looks it does. Great. It crests right over the microphone. It almost looks like you have a caterpillar on that just uh, on top of your microphone. Looks good. Looks good. I've pos- perfectly positioned it now above mm-hmm. the microphone. So, so if you if you don't watch us on YouTube, wait into wealth on YouTube. Check it out to see Chuck's new mustache. Looks good. Won't mm-hmm. be here for too long. The beard's coming back, but yeah. uh, it's making a strong effort. It's making a strong give the push. people what they want. So. Thanks for being with us. Um, We're thankful for you. So let's enter into this holiday season together. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening to Wade into Wealth.